Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. Keep in mind, if you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Friday Look Back. On Friday Look Back, you know, this episode is kind of my opportunity to kind of reflect on what's happening in the world, provide some of my own uh, insights and tips into uh, building wealth, and just talk in general about what's happening in the world of real estate investing. So the, the first thing I want to do today is, is again, kind of kick, kick it off with uh, updating uh, what we're doing with our uh, San Antonio property that we have under contract. So we continue to move forward uh, with that property. Uh, we're, we're making progress. I think on our last uh, episode, I mentioned that we have a financing commitment uh, in place from a, a local bank. Uh, and we're, we're fairly happy with, with the terms. Uh, we do have a fixed interest rate on, on the loan. Um, so we don't have to worry about any, any uh, rising interest rates or variable rates uh, with our financing. So we have a very competitive uh, loan to value, meaning that um, the bank is, is willing to loan up to 70% of the purchase price of this uh, property. And then we're also uh, extremely pleased that there's no prepayment penalty um, for this uh, particular uh, loan. Uh, again, giving us flexibility. So if we meet our metrics and we want to refinance or if we want to exit the property early uh, or at any time, there's no prepayment penalty. So it gives us a flexibility uh, to, to get out of the property um, at, at any point without having to worry about any, um, any penalties. So the next step uh, right now, appraisals and surveys have been uh, ordered and will be taking place over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are now in the process of finalizing our investor materials and documents. We anticipate that this is going to be a what we call a 506B offering uh, to, our, to investors, which means that both accredited and sophisticated investors can participate in this investment offering. And uh, what, a, what a sophisticated investor really means is just so, someone who's aware of the risk of, of investing, um, the potential for loss, and also that we have a pre-existing relationship with. So if you have not had an opportunity to schedule a phone call with me, we really don't have that pre-existing relationship. So what I would suggest is that you go to our website sastexascapital.com, sign up for our newsletter, or simply download our report on multifamily investing. That puts you on our mailing list and will notify you of when these types of opportunities are available. And even better, go onto the website and schedule a call with me uh, directly. We can have a 15-minute conversation where I can learn more about what uh, your goals are in terms of the benefits of investing in real estate, uh, versus other types of investments and make sure that they are a fit uh, for what you're looking to do uh, with your investment goals. So again, sastexascapital.com, uh, go there, sign up for a newsletter, uh, download uh, our report, uh, and you can schedule a call with me directly uh, so that we can begin uh, discussing your investment goals. Um, again, we're hoping that within the next uh, a uh, week or so, uh, we will make an announcement that this uh, investment opportunity is open. Um, we, we anticipate it will fill quickly, 
So uh, I, again, if you have not uh, uh, set up a phone call with me, uh, please do so, uh, so we can get that relationship started. And that's, a, that's actually a pretty good segue uh, to what I wanna talk about next. And that's the, the, the whole idea about our lack of financial education. Um, I know myself personally, I was never really taught about money, uh, how to make money, how to preserve it, how to invest it, or you know, even just how to create you know, passive income streams. So the, the wealthiest people in America are not professionals. They're not W-2 earners. Um, they own businesses. And when you think about it, you know, if you think about the uh, you know, Jeff Bezos or the Elon Musk of the world, yeah, they're, they're CEOs of a company, which technically makes them executives and, and high wage earners, but they've owned their business from the beginning and took it public. And that's what created their wealth. So they own assets. Now, whether they own businesses and real estate or some combination of the two, uh, the bottom line is that they own assets. Now, myself in included, you know, from an early age, um, we're taught to, to climb the corporate ladder. Well, the wealthy own the corporate ladder. You know, we're taught that we should uh, climb the corporate ladder, you know, constantly look for raises and higher salaries, you know, work for 40 or 50 years, have a 401k or a pension, retire, and then at that point, um, you know, live off of your retirement savings. But when you earn a bigger salary and you rely solely on that salary, when you think about it, you're one step from being broke, if anything ever happens to that salary, to your job, to the company you work for, um, you know, that's, that's taking on quite a bit of risk. And then when you think about the institutions that are available to you, you know, banks are, are in the business of making money. And the way that they make money is by having you deposit your money into their savings account. They pay you a fraction of a percent in terms of interest on your money they turn around and loan that money out at six, seven, eight percent, or even higher when you think about credit cards. Credit cards are they're charging 18, 19, and, and, and greater interest rates. And that's how the banks you know, make money. So by keeping cash in the bank, it makes you poorer day by day. Think about the think about the, the federal government. Again, I don't want to make this political, but it's a reality that you know the federal government. Has to has to charge taxes. That's how they that's how they fund, you know, the the federal budget on, on an annual basis. But it's employees and consumers, you know, the average consumer that pays the most in taxes. The wealthy have tax loopholes, um, and they invest to pay less in taxes. This is not condemning the wealthy. They take advantage of the tax laws that benefit them. And they know the rules and they play by the rules. So going back to education and, and finance and, and how, to, how to make money, how to preserve money, I think there's, there's five things that the average person can do starting today to increase their financial education and how they view uh, creating wealth. Now, the first thing is to understand what money is. And money, in, in all reality, it is just a piece of paper but it's backed by the strength of the government that issues it. So we're fortunate that we live in the United States, one of the most uh, powerful and stable uh, governments in the world. So our, our pieces of paper that we, that we have with us, that we carry around with us, you know, those dollars, uh, they carry significant value. 
The second thing is that wealthy people own equity. They don't, they don't care about their paychecks. Now, by equity, they have equity in businesses, they have equity in assets, and those assets produce income, passive income for them. Now, syndications, real estate syndications, they make you an equity owner in a, in a building. So when we have a real estate syndication investment opportunity, by investing in that opportunity, you are building equity in a building, in a, in, in a piece of real estate that over time is going to increase in value. That's, that's powerful. And that's, and that's the type of investing that the wealthy do uh, because they want to build equity. Uh, they don't necessarily care for the, the, the paycheck to paycheck that so many of us uh, are in that type of, of cycle. So they'll own a piece of, of a building. They'll own stocks. Uh, they'll participate in revenue sharing and some sort of a business. Those are the types of things that the wealthy people look for. The third thing is that I would challenge you to think bigger. So if you're someone like me, you know, my parents were, were uh, immigrants. I, I didn't come from a, from a background of, uh, of money. Uh, I don't have a rich uncle or, or, or anything like that. Um, but you have to take the, the first step. And then that first step has to be followed by a second step. And you have to learn as you go, learn as you do. Now, if you think you're, if you think you're thinking bigger now, then think even bigger. That's my challenge to you. The fourth thing is understand debt. This is, this is huge because I know a lot of financial gurus and, and, and people that will uh, come on uh, shows and, and talk about how you have to eliminate debt. You have to own everything free and clear. Uh, you have to have your house paid off for. But there's differences between good debt and bad debt. Now, the debt to fund a lifestyle can lead you to being broke. And what I mean by that, you know, funding a lifestyle, that's consumer debt. That's when you're out, you know, buying things, you know, buying TVs, uh, expensive clothes, uh, expensive jewelry. That's, those are the types of things that are funding a lifestyle and can lead you to being broke. You know, if you think back a couple of years uh, when the, the government was issuing stimulus checks, what did people do with those stimulus checks? You know, instead of investing that money, most people use that to go out and buy goods, lifestyle goods. So the average person will use debt to buy liabilities. The person that's financially educated will use debt to buy assets, and namely assets that produce income, and namely assets like real estate, where your debt that you take out on a real estate uh, property will be paid by the tenants that are using that property. So in essence, you're taking out debt that's gonna be paid for by someone else. That's the good kind of debt. That's the type of debt that builds wealth. And then the fifth thing that I would tell you is you have to take calculated risks. You can't be afraid of making mistakes and you have to take action. You know, when I look back at my first rental property, uh, you know, I bought it for $60,000. And at the, at the time that was such a huge amount of money and the, the one thing that kept going through my mind was, is this going to make us broke? Are, are we going to go bankrupt uh, because we bought this investment property? And what if something goes wrong? And what happens if, you know, we can't find a tenant? Um, but ultimately, by taking action, I learned from my mistakes. And that was, and that was, a, that was, a, tough, that was a tough property. It was $60,000. 
um, it needed a, at least $15,000 in, in, in repairs and work. I tried to do as much of that work as possible by myself just to save money. It, and believe me, it led to some long evenings and um, very short weekends, but I was able to figure it out. So by taking action and by taking those first steps and by figuring things out, it laid out a path for me to figure out how to use real estate to build long-term wealth. So really, you know, it, what it boils down to is, is the psychology behind managing your money, investing. You know, there's people that will watch TV and, and watch stock tickers, and they're waiting to see what the next great investment is. So someone on, on, someone on a, a financial show will, will, will bring out a stock and, or a company and say, this is the next great big thing. You know, invest in this company. People will, will put thousands of dollars into uh, buying this particular company. It's easy to do. You can open a, a brokerage account uh, and buy a stock the same day. Um, it's, it's liquid, but at the same time, you're buying on emotion. You're buying on emotion, emotion created by someone on, on TV or something that you read or something that you heard, but you're not doing the due diligence into that particular company or investment. Real estate, on the other hand, is illiquid. But one thing I know about real estate is it's, it's not going to go to zero. And that's because there's land and a physical asset, you know, behind that real estate investment. And as long as there's a, a hard asset, you know, even if it's just down to the land, it'll always have some value. Now, that doesn't mean that real estate doesn't fluctuate or there isn't some volatility involved with, with real estate because there is, but real estate allows you to have more control over your investment because you control some of the levers that add value to, to that particular piece of real estate. You can increase the, the, the attractiveness of the property. You can increase the income that the property produces and you control the expenses that the, the, the property operates under. And then there's the due diligence that goes into acquiring a property um, you know, most people don't realize the amount of work and due diligence that goes into the analysis of a real estate investment property. Not only will, um, not only will the investor, you know, do their own financial analysis, but that property will be looked at by a property manager. It'll be looked at by an insurance agent. It'll be looked at by a mortgage broker. It'll be looked at by a bank. It'll be inspected. It'll be audited. You know, just a tremendous amount of work that goes into uh, acquiring a, a real estate investment property, the type of work that doesn't happen when you're investing in the financial markets. So if I leave you with one thing uh, from our talk today, is to think bigger. And if, you, if you're thinking big now, or if you think you're thinking big now, you're not thinking big enough. Get to know the rules of the system. So the wealthy have been investing in real estate and investing in private real estate transactions for years and years and years. Most people, you know, 95% of people didn't even know that private real estate transactions are available for them to invest in, not only with their personal money, but with their retirement funds as well. Learn the system, learn the rules, play by the rules, take action, make mistakes, learn and grow. So that's it for, for today's episode. Um, kind of my thoughts on financial education. Um, hopefully you took some value from the, the five steps of how you can get started today. Uh, 
enhancing your, your own financial education, how you think about money, how you think about creating wealth, and just as importantly, how you think about preserving wealth. So thanks again for listening uh, to this episode of the InvestMonitor podcast. Hopefully I've inspired you in some way to take action. Share with a friend, uh, leave a rating and a review. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me directly, simon at sastexascapital.com. I would love to hear from you and, and your feedback, your questions, uh, your questions I can, I can bring on to our, our show and answer them directly on the show, or I'll get back to you directly. Either way, uh, I will make every effort to answer um, all questions um, that I receive. I love hearing from you all. So please let me know what part of this episode resonated the most with you. Thanks again for listening and talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. So what'd you think? If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.